your own community. If there is a serial killer living next door to you, though, and you know that person is, you know, killing people, would you be a snitch if you called police and told them? If I knew the serial killer was living next door to me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call and tell anybody on them, but I'd probably move. Like, I'm not going to be around because I don't need to be living around serial killers, but I'm not going to call and be like, put the signs up, like, yo, you know, the serial killer's in 4E. It's not your responsibility. Exactly. Is there any situation where you think it's okay to talk to the police? Yeah, definitely. Say hello, how you feel, everything all right, period. Do you worry about the... the Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Real, back with another review, man. Hey, first off, salute to the boy, Killer. Cam, I remember that interview, too hilarious and is it was perfect for this situation right now first and foremost man this is another installment if anybody cares i watched Dahmer. now i only watched the first two episodes and i'm not going to do a review past this right because it's not you know everybody that watches me knows i don't really like to do the netflix thing i don't like to do the full binge series like your cobra kai's and all those great shows because I'm here to do weekly things so we could guess and find out and the excitement and the hype about what we what we saw, right? I, I, I appreciate the binge, but I hate it at the same time. Like, because I'm going to sit there for like eight, nine hours <laughs> and do a whole bid on my couch until I finish it and then got to wait a year for another one day of experience. But that's why I really don't touch those type of series. So that's why you'll never see me... Um, review those but in this instance right i just saw it and i just felt compelled to talk about it uh as i see it so far now i know the story of Dahmer. i was born in 87 so this is you know but this is a great this is a great show for so many reasons because you got so many people coming up that may have heard the name but didn't quite know what he did and he was one of the sicker serial killers like for sure but uh, thankfully, even though, you know, Dahmer's neighbor, Glenda Cleveland, thank God she wasn't Cam, right? She tried, but even still, her attempts did not, was not what it was that got him caught, right? So we're going to talk about it. What's his name? Even P- uh, Evan Peters, a.k.a. The Flash. First thing I want to say is phenomenal acting. Like, he was, I never seen it coming. I didn't know he had this in his wheelhouse. And I believe, what they call it for TV series, what you win, the Emmy? He's got to win something. You know, the role he played, the creepiness in which he did it, it was phenomenal. Like, I, you felt his sickness, his, and the way he would just stare off into space. Like, I don't know what he tapped in, but phenomenal acting job. Now, also, in this review, I want to be very respectful, even though these can be like, you know, these are based on truths. The reenactments aren't completely accurate. It is, you know, bent to be entertaining. And, you know, so first I just want to say respect to all those victims and uh, the family members of these victims involved. Um, I only want to do this as I see it as a show. Okay, because I'm going to probably poke fun at a few things. I'm going to say some things, but I don't want it to be misconstrued with some disrespectful or making light of situations. I'm talking about the depiction, right? So I just want to put that PSA out there. Please don't kill real, okay? 
It's a show. Unfortunately, it was made for entertainment, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So, now that I got all my cliff notes out and I've, I've set the stage, I want to talk about what I've seen. Now, Dahmer. Right? I can't help but think of that one comedy show that I've seen. Uh, I wish I could credit the comic, but I remember it. It goes, yo, if you've ever seen a white dude in a in the the only white dude in a crew of black folks, like some gangsters in a crew of black gangsters, you should be terrified of that white dude. He is the most dangerous one in that crew. Cause you don't know what he did to earn them niggas respect. He had to go hard. And it doesn't quite fit this, but yes, the sole white person. In the middle of the Milwaukee hood, what did the police officer call it? Crack City? The one white dude living his day-to-day life in Crack City, Milwaukee, where nothing but African Americans but blacks in a neighborhood is something's up. That typically doesn't happen. And it's apartment, but it's not like he owned a home and then, you know, blacks migrated to this neighborhood and, and you know, some white people was like, ah, you know, I don't really like where this is headed, so we just gonna dip. He's in the projects. Like, these are tiny apartments stacked up on each other. We know what the projects look like. That's where he is in Milwaukee and just living his day-to-day. And, you know, you see that and you go, why? That's awkward. Why would he choose that? Why is it so comfortable? Because what I like about this is it shows you several aspects. Like, sometimes black folks just ain't uh, paranoid. Like... We have valid paranoia, especially when it comes to like police. You could in the middle of Crack City. How long do you think the police timing is when you call them? Like, oh, somebody got shot. What do you think the response time is? It's it's it. Of course, and it's the nineties. It's like petering off of the crack era and gangsters and and, and gangster shit is at an all new high. So they that that is an area where you go. This is a day-to-day thing. It's just like business as usual. So you could, as a serial killer, you could hide there. You could get your shit off. I thought it was wild. Now, I didn't I didn't know that Dahmer stayed in an apartment building. I thought he stayed in a house, right? The fact that you got a neighbor on top, bottom, side to side, and you have the ability to murder men, piece them apart, store them, consume them with neighbors surrounding you is insane but a lot of a lot of the reason is to that killer cam interview a lot of black folks is just like hey it's not my business he's men are coming in they're not leaving out that's not my business okay we're raised for the non-snitching we're raised in that era you know well my generation this new generation i the call the police like that's you see something say something i'm all for that i'm too old for that code of ethics okay and salute to glenda cleveland again rest in peace to her for what uh what she attempted to do but and and then you saw at what was it the end of episode two that real life phone call where she's like well that looks like a boy that looks like a bear and i know that voice that's the voice of every older black woman in my life like i know that it was just so chilling it was like i was listening to my like aunt or something talking on the phone like i don't know you know i don't care about all that the the what his relationship is i'm just concerned about the boy's age how you know 
how you know baby did you see did you get some id like that's a regular concerned citizen that is ignored because of where she is so i just thought this was a powerful two episodes because it was so eye-opening for those who be like oh my god like what is what are they fucking complaining about and i'm not here to serious you out okay i'm not here to bring some social awareness to shit i'm not you know i'm not trying to be serious all the way but we do got to touch on some things like just to understand his thought process he was actually i don't want to give him no credit because of how nasty he is but it's pretty genius if you live amongst people that none that no nobody cares about you can do these things and you know it was the comfort of seeing i don't know maybe seeing a white person and being in the only black neighborhood is like oh i can overpower him oh you just you assume certain things like no nah, this can't happen no nah, this the hood it's, but he's been getting it off for a long time a long time from perception now to actually get into the episode i was extremely upset at this dude tracy Dahmer goes down to your local gay bar and he's mingling. He's buying PBRs. Anybody know what PBRs are? That's that Paps Blue Ribbon. That's the cheapest goddamn beer. It's not too bad either. It's not too bad. So, you know, they making jokes like, oh, big spender. And they, you know, they thinking Dahmer's cute or whatever. And there's something different. It's something different. Something they had. So it's curiosity. He's talking about taking pictures and paying folks, which is also how he was able to get this off. You live in a, a a neighborhood that's poor, 50 and 100 bucks to take some photos, no matter how nasty you know it's going to be. You know, there was no internet. There was no uploading. So it's like, fuck it. I'll let this strange dude, I, I'm hurting for cash. $100, take my clothes off, take some pictures. That's it. It wasn't no uploading for the world to see, you know, so... You ask poor people to do shit for, do something easy for some quick money. He's in the perfect spot to do everything he's getting off. And it was just mind-blowing. Like, so my issue is when that dude Tracy came, why didn't you listen to your homeboys that was in that bar? They said, "You girl, you finna go with him? You finna, oh, don't do that. Like, you just finna leave out. Like, listen to your friends. Your friends felt the vibe. Like, no, this is strange. You don't leave with some strange man what and then when tracy gets to the door and he smells that that is where i'm just like what who hangs out in the apartment that smells rotting that's disgusting and and then the super locks on that door clack 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 and then you would assume like oh, okay well he's just being safe because this ain't the safest neighborhood so people could kick it in so you try to give yourself that type of delusion like oh well, we're at least safe in this house Cause this building is a little sketchy. So maybe he needs the super lock, but no, it's a vibe like that smell. And then, you know, what kills me lesson. If there's any young people watching, you don't let nobody make your drink. You got, I need, if I'm at some place, typically I'm bringing my own bottle, but if it's family, people I love, people I care for, then that's totally different. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your first, you're going out to a party or it's a rave or some shit. Somebody's like, Hey, you want a drink? You follow that person to that drink. You go to somebody's stranger's house. You know, y'all got to link up. You know, it's, it's human interaction. If you're trying to smash. Oh, let me pour you a drink. Okay, great. Let me, let me come with you. Let me see what's going in my cup. Or let me pour my own troubles. As we say, I'll do it myself. Thank you. So Dahmer hands Tracy a cup. 
And he's already looking at it like, yo, well, my man, what's this floating around? And stop. What are you doing? You see something floating? Nothing should be floating in my drink. <laughs> Excuse me? And then you let his, oh, man, that's nothing. That's probably just some dishwashing liquid still up in there. Dishwashing liquid? I don't want to drink dishwashing liquid. That would have been enough to go pour out. Thank you. Thank you. No, I don't want this. Let's start again. Let me do my own. Let, and it's a beer in a can. I think I could drink out the can, my guy. So I'm like, Tracy is just, I don't know. Like, what? I'm just not bringing it together. Then you see the Satan's Bible on the, on the thing. What do you think that was just his afternoon reading? Another big fucking red X to steal on this dude and get the fuck up out of here. Like, hey, hey, let me out. Let me out. You got funky shit floating. You got some Satan Bible here. The smell. Do you, I, I don't know if y'all have ever smelled a dead body, but you probably smelled a dead uh, animal corpse, right? It's putrid. There's no way you hanging out in there for longer than two. From the step of the door, you come in. Oh, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. No. And then so he takes that step. He's not really that fucked up, but then he gets the handcuffs thrown on him out of nowhere. And right now, Jeffrey is overpowering. And I'm just sitting here like all these thuds. And so, and you go, man, how is he able to do all this? Where When the neighbors call? No. Glenda would. But the other ones? Not, not my business. So all that thumping and fighting, I got nothing to do with it. I don't want those problems. I'm gone. And even still, if you say, hey, police, there's some thumping going on in this apartment. You know what I'm saying? Could you come take a look? That you at least got about three, four hours before they pull up for some thumping. Some shit getting moved. So he still got four hours to get his shit off before any type of police show up. Like, don't be confused. <laughs> so he gets him there. And then, you know, it's at that moment, which I think is super creepy. Like, this is a that whole apartment scene is extremely uncomfortable, cringy, creepy. It was pretty excellent. I'm not going to lie. It has heavy horror-like overtones and yet still so real because these things either happen for real, like in this events, you know it happened or something around it. And him, like, he's a giant dude. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer's not no little dude. So he was picking out little ones that he could come overpower. And then you just see the helplessness. Like, Tracy's acting in this was terrific. I'm not going to lie. And then you get a you get an understanding of like how Dahmer's watching Exorcist three every day. First off, Exorcist three was trash. This has nothing to do with nothing, but Exorcist three was trash. I could get watching Exorcist one over and over, but clearly, there was a scene when the guy flips it on the the preacher, and that's what Dahmer's all for. That's what Dahmer is all about: flipping it on God. He got the Satan Bible. He likes to see the devil winning. And that's why it's his favorite scene. Tracy's in here trying to put it together. Okay, there's a fucking barrel. Dude got a big-ass South African machete over here, some Rambo-type sword. Okay. It's bad. So he's like, all right. And this is this is the part that's like, wow. Where you're like, okay, I'm overpowered. I'm fucked up. I'm on his terms. So the best thing I could do is play along and look for my moment to strike. And that's when he tries to, you know, touch on them and do this land in the blood that's in the bed. All that apartment was 
Oh my God, that was rough. But then you um, so it is at that moment that he's like, I'm going to fucking play on and attack when I got the moment. And that's when he, he does the dance. This nigga's literally dancing for his life. And I'm not going to lie. I thought that was hilarious. I, it's, I know. I know. I, I I got one of those sense of humor. But my man was rolling and popping. And you know he was doing that for his survival. You know, it, it's not funny. Please, people, don't kill me. It's not funny. But, oh, God. It was, you know, it's like, the fuck? Like, my man was into it. But it was the dance for your life. And then the and the speed in which he was like, yeah, go get the camera. And he's like inching toward that knife like he's trying to get out of there. The speed in which Dahmer ran into his bedroom and came back with that camera. I was like, oh, that's the flash. He still got remnants of the flash right there. Or uh no, he was he didn't play the flash, right? What did he play? Quicksilver. I've been saying it wrong all this whole time. Quicksilver. So he's got remnants of Quicksilver going in, Foo-foo! come back with that camera. I said, holy shit. Dahmer is fast on his feet. This motherfucker's not playing. And he's clearly an alcoholic. So I'm just like, this is rough. And then I know that you were doing the same thing I was doing. Screaming at your TV. Slice this nigga. Throw something at him. Hit him with something. And he did that. He went all out into that battle. All right. And when he escaped, we're like, oh, thank God he made it. Then we got, uh, just like you, I'm, I'm sure you was nervous when the police pulled up. Would they believe him? Would they try to shoot him? Would they arrest him? How is Dahmer going to get out of this? And then when you see the photos that he had in his bedside, I said, holy shit. And then you hear Glenda screaming, I tried to tell you, I tried to tell you. That scene, that episode, that's a hard opening episode. That's how you do it. And what's his father's name? Salute to, well, first salute to Niecy Nash for playing uh, uh, Gloria Cleveland. Like, she killed that role. But um, Richard Jenkins, oh, they went all out. They got some good-ass actors for this. I thought that was an excellent scene when the police was talking to his father at the table. And he was already, he didn't even know why he was there. Like, he knew that the reason he was there, but they didn't even ask him nothing. And he was giving excuses for his son. Like, oh, you know, uh, I, who did he try to kill? Oh, well, you know, I know he took the divorce of uh, Mother Heart, but he knew something was wrong with his son a long time ago. You just got that feeling. And you knew your son would do something, but just quite not how bad. And then when they ran down a list of things that they found in his apartment, the photos, the body parts, all this, and the way he sat there at that table, emotionless, didn't say a word, just was soaking it in. I said, phenomenal. Because how would you react to hearing this about your son? Even if you knew something was quirky or awkward about him. This is your boy. This is your only, well, not your only son, but this is your kid. And you're sitting there just taking his information in, and he's just, you see this blankness on his face like, what? But not even what. It's just like, almost like he was in a dream and i thought the way he portrayed that was excellent like that was phenomenal it was just some phenomenal scenes in here the acting they fucking they took off on his acting shit i can't wait to watch the rest of it like i just want to i'm just here to appreciate the actors that's really what it's about
And um, then the breakdown when the police leave, where he cries and then sucks it back up, cries and sucks it back up and just like, okay, maintain, keep yourself together. And then roll into the next episode where we see what made him. You know, we I think we all knew that killing of small animals was a thing. And um, also, I was... I was, I hate that I say I was empathetic, but you, you tend to understand a father attempting to reach out to his son, like, especially in that situation, mother's on drugs, father's a traveling, whatever the fuck. And you're just stuck there having to see this with your mother and you don't find, and you know, as any father would with their son, they want to find interest, something that your son is into, like, oh, you pray that he's into sports or something that he gets active or he, you hope that your kid has friends or you know, you just want your kid to be as regular as possible when you're a parent. You're like, oh, God, please. You know, and you you recognize the shit he's seeing. And then their game became point out the roadkill and let's dissect him. But we learn things. His father, right intention, terrible outcome. He didn't know what he was encouraging. His father, to me, seemed like somebody who was like okay let's do this this is something i'm interested in i was interested in school maybe this births a doctor maybe me teaching my son what i've learned and you know taking out animal hearts and how many intestinal like this is scientific shit that he's enjoying maybe i'm birthing a a fucking doctor a surgeon right wrong maybe i'm birthing somebody who's gonna take young people of color young black men of color and dissect them and sometimes eat them i was just like wow i was like wow and when that second episode when he uh performed like slight lobotomy on that on that 14 year old and brought him back you see what the how not how nasty the 90s were and how super machismo the cops were because did anybody notice how Dahmer kept saying oh it's just a gay thing it's just my gay lover you know because it was so taboo in the 90s that straight men, you know, you got the AIDS epidemic, you got everything. So homosexuals are like terrifying to the straight men for whatever. Like homophobia is at its all time high in the nineties. So the way that was depicted, the way he used that as a shield, I thought was super interesting. He was like, nah, it's just my gay guy, gay guy, my gay boyfriend. We're doing gay things. And then the, the cops go, okay, gay things, gay partner go. Okay. I don't want I don't want anything to know about this. I don't want nothing to do. I'm not going to investigate any further. I was like, holy shit. Like he used it as a shield. Like this man was not dumb by any stretch of the word. You know, and that whole him sitting back and waiting for Tracy to come back, that was entitlement. Cause he got away, we saw in the second episode with the cops. So he figures if Tracy come back, I'll use the gay guy role. I'll say he's a you know, we we was just playing around. We was just doing gay things, you know, the gay things, gay stuff. And I'm just like, yo, Dahmer is really th- thinking this gay shit is just getting off. But that was entitlement. He was, when you think you get it, when you when you do it before, you think and you're successful, it, it's just nonstop. Like, you're going to constantly get these things off. And that that was just the, that was the brunt of it. I thought the, the uh, cinematography was amazing. The dark gloominess. The caption of the 90s to the cars, to the scene, to the dressing. Netflix put the bag on this. They weren't fucking around. They weren't fucking around. So, um, 
I would love to get y'all thoughts on it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen it all. That's why I'm not going to go no further into it. And it's not no spoiler. I know how the story ends. You know what I'm saying? I know how he dies. I know his body count. I, I, I know. So, you know, it's just to end, I guess, to it's nasty to say, but it's just something to enjoy your television. But it, it does pose great conversations. You know, it's, it's a good talking piece. It's a good uh, cautionary tale especially in this era of like online hooking up and dating and shit, because there's a lot of things that we learned through being passed down that is now ignored now because of technology, but don't let it be fool. Like, don't let that shit fool you, man. Like it's dangerous out here. Watch a drink, watch the people. Don't let nobody fucking lock you in. That was too many locks. All right. And carry something. Protect yourself, man. Something. Alright, and with that, I'm about to sign off. So I hope y'all enjoyed this, man. Get in the comments. Tell me what y'all thought about it. Is is Evan Peters going to win something? I think so. I 100% think so. I think this is going to be up there. Um, but again, prayers out to the victims and their families who... It's probably nasty. You got to keep rewatching this. And then, you know, I don't want to say it's romanticized, but oh, God. You know, that... That's what I hate about these type of things. Like, you're enjoying the shit out of what you're watching. Like, you're enjoying it. But you wouldn't if that was one of your peoples that he fucking murdered and tore apart. It's just... uh, I guess real is here to just go out on that cross, I guess. I don't know. Because it's entertainment, but it shouldn't be. It's that fine line. But, uh... I don't know, man. Protect your health, yourself, your wealth. Your boy Rella's out of here. Enjoy your Saturday. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Rail. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it comes to that subscribe button...